Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Robotron 2084, part one of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I am Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding everybody to subscribe and save the final family on Earth. I feel like that's probably a reference to this game. I don't know that I've ever played it. I've played it often. It is my favorite video game of all time. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. I love this game so much. Wow, that's that's awesome. I don't really know anything about it, but my favorite video game of all time is Super Mario World, made for SNES, but I like it on every platform it's released on. Wow, I mean, who asked you? <laughs> that's a question I'm asking. Right? I didn't ask you if this was your favorite game, so... Um, I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robotron 2084. This article is about the video game. For other uses, see Robotron Disambiguation. Robotron 2084, also referred to as Robotron, is a multi-directional shooter developed by Eugene Jarvis and Larry DeMar of VidKids and released in arcades by Williams Electronics in 1982. The game is set in the year 2084 in a fictional world where robots have turned against humans in a cybernetic revolt. The aim is to defeat endless waves of robots, rescuing surviving humans and earn as many points as possible yeah this sounds like a game that you would like yep. and i might be alive in the year 2084 we'll see whoa what about me <laughs> i mean maybe i'm definitely gonna be alive it's possible but i may be i may be in a vat but i'll be alive 
Mm. Jarvis and Demar Drew, inspiration from 1984 Berserk and Space Invaders for the design of Robotron 2084. A two-joystick control scheme was implemented to provide the player with more precise controls and enemies with different behaviors were added to make the game challenging. Jarvis and Damar designed the game to instill panic in players by presenting them with conflicting goals and having on-screen projectiles coming from multiple directions. That sounds about right. They designed the game to instill panic. Yes. Wow. This game is amazing. It's I have so much fun. So, I'm having so many thoughts about that phrase. Robotron 2084 was critically and commercially successful. Praise among critics focused on the game's intense action and control scheme. Though not the first game with a twin joystick control scheme, Robotron 2084 is cited as the game that popularized it. It was ported to numerous home systems, most of which are hampered by the lack of two joysticks, and inspired the development of other games such as Smash TV 1990. The game is frequently listed as one of Jarvis's best contributions to the video game industry. This game is awesome. I'm just a huge fan. Gameplay. Robotron is a 2D multi-directional shooter game in which the player controls the on-screen protagonist from a top-down perspective. The game is set in the year 2084 in a fictional world where robots, Robotrons, have taken control of the world and eradicated most of the human race. The main protagonist is called Robotron Hero, who is a superpowered genetic engineering error or mutant and attempts to save the last human family. The game uses a two joystick control scheme. The left joystick controls the on-screen character's movement while the right controls the direction the character's weapon fires. Both joysticks allow for an input direction in one of eight ways. Each level, referred to as a wave, is a single screen populated with a large number of various enemy robots and obstacles. Types range from invincible giants to robots that continually manufacture other robots that shoot the protagonist. Coming into contact with an enemy, projectile, or obstacle costs the player one life, but extra lives can be earned at certain point totals. Waves also include human family members who can be rescued to score additional points, but certain robots can either kill them or turn them into enemies. Destroying all vulnerable robots allows the player to progress to the next wave. The cycle continues until all lives are lost. It sounds very sad when you hear it described like that. Yes. Development. Robotron 2084 features monaural sound and raster graphics on a 19-inch CRT monitor. It uses a Motorola 6809 central processing unit that operates at 1 megahertz. To produce multiple sounds on a single audio channel, the game uses a priority scheme to generate sounds in order of importance. A custom graphics coprocessor, which operates as a blitter chip, generates the on-screen objects and visual effects. The coprocessor increases the transfer speed of memory, which allows the game to simultaneously animate a large number of objects. Is it If it's one megahertz, is it megahertz or megahertz? It's megahertz. Got it. <laughs> the game was developed in six months by Eugene Jarvis and Larry DeMar, founders of VidKids. VidKids served as a consulting firm that designed games for Williams Electronics, part of WMS Industries, whom Jarvis and DeMar had previously worked for. The game was designed to provide excitement for players. 
Jarvis described the game as an athletic experience derived from physical element in the two joystick design. Robotron 2084's gameplay is based on presenting the player with conflicting goals. Avoid enemy attacks to survive, defeat enemies to progress, and save the family to earn points. It was first inspired by Stern Electronics' 1980 arcade game Berserk and the Commodore PET computer game Chase. Berserk was a shooting game in which a character traverses a maze to shoot robots, and Chase is a text-based game in which players move text characters into others. Wiki listeners, you can support us and save the humans by listening to this message. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. And now, let's find out how Robotron came to be. We're continuing the story. The initial concept involved a passive main character. The object was to get robots that chase the protagonist to collide with stationary lethal obstacles. The game was deemed too boring compared to other action titles on the market, and shooting was added to provide more excitement. The shooting elements drew inspiration from 1978 arcade game Space Invaders 1978, which had previously inspired Defender. The dual joystick design was developed by Jarvis and resulted from two experiences in Jarvis's life, an automobile accident and playing Berserk. Prior to beginning development, Jarvis injured his right hand in an accident. His hand was still in a cast when he returned to work, which prevented him from using a traditional joystick with a button. While in rehabilitation, he thought of Berserk. Though Jarvis enjoyed the game and similar titles, he was dissatisfied with the control scheme. Berserk used a single joystick to move the on-screen character and a button to fire the weapon, which would shoot the same direction the character was facing. Jarvis noticed that if the button was held down, the character would remain stationary and the joystick could be used to fire in any direction. This method of play inspired Jarvis to add a second joystick dedicated to aiming the direction projectiles were shot. Jarvis and Damar created a prototype using a Stargate Arcade system board and two Atari 2600 controllers attached to a control panel. In retrospect, Jarvis considers the design a contradiction that blends incredible freedom of movement with ease of use. The developers felt a rescue theme similar to Defender, one of their previous games, was needed to complete the game, and added a human family as a method to motivate players to earn a high score. The rescue aspect also created a situation where players had to constantly reevaluate their situation to choose the optimal action, run from enemies, shoot enemies, or rescue humans. Inspired by George Orwell's 1984, Jarvis and DeMar worked the concept of an Orwellian world developed into the plot. The two noticed, however, that 1984 was approaching, but the state of the real world did not match that of the book. They decided to set the game further in the future, the year 2084, to provide a more realistic time frame for their version of Big Brother. Jarvis, a science fiction fan, based the Robotrons on the idea that computers would eventually become advanced entities that helped humans in everyday life. He believed the robots would eventually realize that humans are the cause of the world's problems and revolt against them. Jarvis and Damar playtested the game themselves and continually tweaked the designs as the project progressed. Though games at the time began to use scrolling to have larger levels, the developers chose a single screen to confine the action. To instill panic in the player, 
The character was initially placed in the center of the game's action and had to deal with projectiles coming from multiple directions, as opposed to previous shooting games such as Space Invaders and Galaxian, where the enemies attacked from a single direction. This made for more challenging gameplay, an aspect Jarvis took pride in. Enemies were assigned to stages in different groups to create themes. Early stages were designed to be relatively simple compared to later ones. The level of difficulty was designed to increase quickly, so players would struggle to complete later stages. In retrospect, Jarvis attributes his and Damar's average player skills to the game's balanced design. Though they made the game as difficult as they could, the high end of their skills ended up being a good challenge for expert players. The graphics were given a simple appearance to avoid a cluttered game screen, and object designs were made distinct from each other to avoid confusion. Black was chosen as the background color to help characters stand out and reduce clutter. I love the design of Robotron, the black background. As you know, my own game, Break Invaders, at highscorewinsmoney.com, everybody, is bright colors on a black background because it's boss. That is true. I really like that color scheme a lot. I noticed that they keep talking about the game Berserk. Yeah, Berserk is a great game, too. And that sounds a lot like your game Berserker. The funny thing is, my game Berserker is also based on the game Berserk, except, wow. it, yeah, because it's, I wanted to base it on the game Berserk, but then it's the swords instead of guns. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This has been the Wikipedia page for Robotron 2084, part one of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button like you smashed the double joystick concept. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, please let us know. We will read it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.